Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Ballers! Welcome back to another episode edition of Today in Sports Betting. I am Devin Ellington, D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. This is a hoop-ball.com presentation. Hoop Ball Tweets, Hoop Ball Gaming. Got a wonderful show today. Another spectacular guest. It just keeps continuing to rack up, and the insight is abundant, and it's wonderful. But before I introduce our guest, I got to talk about Manscaped, since they are the show's sponsor. Lawnmower 3.0 just came out, fully electric, waterproof technology, because where else are you going to do it other than the shower? Hoopball20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 is the promo code. You'll get free shipping on top of that discount lawnmower 3.0 manscape.com hoopball20 is the promo code do it well i'm not gonna try to contain my excitement much longer i'm gonna go ahead and get into our guest appearance today talk a little bit about him but i'm gonna let him spill most of the beans this guy's a gentleman that worked with the great people over at odd shark he's now since put himself out there and He's doing more sports book intake stuff himself. I'll let him speak on that. A guy I look up to and some stuff that, you know, numbers and data of which I've gotten from him in the past. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris Abbott. Chris, thank you again, boss. And this is a, this is a fun one. Thank you. Hey, Devin, thanks so much for having me on, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny, you know, just a, a few weeks ago when we first uh, chatted about doing this, there, there was not much going on in the way of sports, and now every sport in the world is happening. So uh, it's a good time to be a sports better. It is. It's jubilant, that's for sure. It was bleak for a while, but I think, you know, with, for the fact that we have a lot of first-time evers, you know, like first time we've had NBA finals action during college football, and just the overlay in itself is beautiful. It's a nice plate of spaghetti, so... Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. I've heard of some people that are just making sure they go out and, and make a parlay of like NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, Major League Baseball uh, this week because obviously hockey is about to finish up, basketball is about to finish up. Um, we're not sure exactly when they're going to come back. So yeah, this is, it's it's nuts. But I tell you what, I am really happy when they have their own time in the calendar because it's been it's been honestly impossible to keep up with it all <laughs> yeah that's to say the least i feel like that scene from always sunny in philadelphia with like the string and charlie days just kind of like freaking out or whatever um <laughs> as i'm sure you do because i mean you're taking care of some of this intake and i'm sure the floodgates and the dams just open wide up 
But Chris, let's speak, you know, more about yourself. And, you know, we, we mentioned what you're doing as far as the intake, but you're doing that with Cool Bet, which is up in Canada. Previously, like I, you know, kind of foreshadowed a little bit, you were with Odd Shark. But let's go even further, you know, beyond that. You know, where was it that you started? Where was it that you first realized you had a significant love for sports? And when did it expand into the territory of sports betting? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, my story, I, I like to think it's a little unique, but it may not be. I think a lot of people that I talk to as I, as I go through um, have, a, have a, a similar-ish background. But, uh, so I live in Toronto now, which uh, most, of your, uh, most of your fans would be familiar with. But I'm from a place called St. John's, Newfoundland, which is on the very, very east coast of Canada. Um, best known to most Americans, I think, as a place where a lot of airplanes landed on September 11th. Um, and a lot of Americans were stranded in Newfoundland on September 11th, 2001. And that's what the, the musical Come From Away is about. And I know that's had its run on Broadway and stuff like that. So that's my home province. Um, and, you know, it's a pretty small place. There's about 500,000 people. Um, it's on the eastern tip of Canada. It's an island. So it's, uh, it's very secluded. So um, one of the things, I guess, and I mean, I'll, I'll try not to go too, too long with the background part of it, but, you know, I grew up in a place where you kind of had to make your own fun. And it was, uh, you know, meet up with the guys in the neighborhood and go play baseball, meet up with the guys in the neighborhood and go play street hockey. Um, we tried football, but we never had, never had enough people for that. So, um, yeah, it was just sports was always something I did um, in recreation. And then uh, as I got older, you know, played some organized uh, hockey, uh, fast pitch softball, which a lot of Americans think is uh, for women only. And it's obviously huge at the NCAA level, but there is a men's game as well. Um, and that was popular and it is popular in parts of Canada. So um, played, played that for a bit and, and my family did as well. So I was, I was always involved in sports. So take it a little bit further and, uh, you know, fast forward 15, 20 years, I'm now an adult, I'm coaching, um, I'm doing, uh, I started broadcasting. So I was a, a play-by-play guy and a color analyst on, on sports broadcasts, started on, you know, very um, basic webcasts that I don't know how many, if any, people were watching and then eventually ended up working for a TV station in a place uh, called Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is also on the east coast of Canada, a different province, but, uh, you know, not too far away from, from Newfoundland. So that was, you know, my, I guess that was how I got into being kind of a, a public persona, as it were. And then um, the Odd Shark gig came from that because some people I knew from the TV world had moved over to Odd Shark uh, in their production studio. And those guys uh, made the move uh, working in TV. Unless you're, you know, one of the top dogs, you don't get paid that well. So uh, at this time, you know, I had, I was a real big sports gambler. I liked actually casinos more. Like I liked playing blackjack and I was playing ultimate Texas Hold'em and, um, you know, roulette and whatever have you. Um, and it's weird because I did love sports my entire life and I watched sports my entire life, but I didn't always bet on sports. So, uh, you know, I, I used to bet here and there, um, just like a few parlays, like on a big thing, like whether it was the Super Bowl or, you know, just if a few guys were getting together, that kind of thing. But then uh, Odd Shark were hiring people to do content and people to do on air. And, and that's where you would have seen my work at first. So the guys that I had worked with at the TV station, um, they left the TV station, went to Odd Shark. Uh, and then when they heard that Odd Shark was looking for 
you know, presenters, on-air people, they said, well, we know a great guy for you. He loves sports, um, you know, good guy, whatever. So, and of course, uh, it paid, paid better. So I made the move over there. And, uh, you know, you might, you probably know Joe Osborne, right? He's a, he's a real good follow on, on sports gambling Twitter. So Joe actually was in the meeting where I got hired. He was in the interview and he, you know, he brought me into the, brought me into the business. So he, uh, you know, he taught me what was important to write about, what wasn't important, uh, what things to watch for. Um, and then, you know, kind of gave me an outline and then I was able to use my knowledge as well um, with guidance to, to kind of learn how to craft, um, content that was valuable to sports betters. And I can't say enough good things about odd shark. Uh, you know, the guys I worked with there and the girls, uh, were, were awesome. I I will say it's, it's a male dominated, uh, industry and, and that company is no different, but, um, you know, there are, there is female representation for sure. And, and all the gals were awesome as well. So, um, you know, I learned a lot there and I, um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a great time and I wouldn't have left except some personal things, uh, made me have to move to Toronto and, and Odd Shark is based, uh, elsewhere. So I, uh, I negotiated with them to kind of work a little less, uh, as like a contractor. And then, um, in the meantime, I started looking for something else and, and the cool bet thing came together and, uh, and yeah, and and now now we're uh, almost a year in Canada for this uh, for this company, and in the, since you know since late July, the things have absolutely blown up for us, and uh, and it's and it's starting to go really well. So that's kind of my that's kind of my brief uh, yet yet long winded way of how I got to where I am right now, and I mean. Uh, happy to ask if if any questions popped in your head through that. Happy to answer them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, for me, you know, like you said, that's where you'd probably be familiar with your work was Odd Shark, and literally, that's it's just kind of how it came to be for me. I was, um, you know, a little freshling uh, in sports betting not too long ago, uh, and so I just started trying to find content and curators and. Uh, I believe I stumbled across, you know, a series called Guys and Bets that daily, you know, put out content. And that's what I was looking for. I didn't see a lot of consistency on YouTube. I didn't see a lot of consistency as far as curation went. And that's what definitely was appealing for me to find you guys and your content on Odd Shark and Gal, like we said, you know, specifically Pam Maldonado, uh, shout out to her. She's been on the show too. So it's just like, and then Harry and you guys are just, you were a bunch of fun collective people. And uh, it was just, it, it was good content to intake on a daily basis for not only enjoyment, uh, but you know, as well as insight, you guys covered both ends of the spectrum very well and professionally. Um, so with cool bet, you know, we talked about the lateral movement from odd shark and kind of how you prepared yourself for that. Um, when was it when, you know, you reached that horizon, you know, you want to stretch the horizons into cool bets, you know, you just, you, you spoke on the move and kind of how that played a part into it. But do you remember kind of how it just clicked and you're like, all right, this is this is the next step. This is what, you know, this is how I expand my horizons. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't necessarily looking to leave Odd Shark. Uh, as I said, kind of like a personal, uh, you know, family member was uh, needed, needed some attention basically uh, in the Toronto area. So I, I packed up and moved. So, um, 
I guess I was just kind of at a crossroads with life. Uh, it was one of these things where, you know, I, I had focused on my career for a really long time and I, I made a decision that uh, I needed to kind of put, look outside myself, to be honest with you. Um, and I did that. And I, you know, I, I accepted, a, you know, a lesser paying role. Uh, you know, Odd Truck was great because I, you know, I basically up and left and, and they didn't have to kind of offer me anything, but, you know, they liked my content. I wasn't going to be able to be in the studio for guys and vets every day. Um, that has worked out because not long after they, they discontinued the daily guys and vets show. And I, they're doing maybe a couple of week now. Um, cause it, it is hard to, especially, uh, you know, during the slowdown, it was definitely hard to come up with content, but, um, so it was just kind of a thing where I was looking for the next challenge and, uh, I was on, uh, I think LinkedIn one day and just kind of looking around for jobs and the cool bet, uh, cool bet job came up there looking for a marketing manager. So one of the things I glossed over uh, when I was talking about myself is that I did a, a commerce degree in marketing um, at St. Mary's University in Halifax. And uh, so I had that background and I had never really used it because I didn't like the marketing world too much. I always felt like the jobs that were available were trying to sell people on things they didn't necessarily need. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm not a real sales guy, as it were. So I, I kind of got away from that. Um, and... I applied. I, I thought I could add to their brand. I thought I could help with, you know, the social media. I thought I could help with the content strategy, uh, you know, and really translate a lot of the things that I had learned at Odd Shark into, into a new brand. And this job was based in Toronto. It was uh, kind of work from home because it's a European company uh, that was just expanding into Canada. So, you know, all these things that, that were positive for me. And, uh, yeah, it, it's... Uh, it's just one of those funny things that happens in life, you know, and, and such has been my entire um, experience in the gambling industry. It was just kind of a right place, right time thing. Odd Shark was a right place, right time thing. Uh, and Coolbet was a right place, right time thing. And I, I can't, I honestly can't say that I set out to ever be in this position or even be in the Odd Shark position. It was just kind of, one of these things where, hey, let's give it a shot and see how it goes. And luckily for me, it, it's worked out uh, at both stops, frankly. Um, and God knows what's next. But it's, uh, I, I think the, the one thing I take from it is don't be afraid to take a chance is the one thing that I've learned. I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I went, went into Odd Shark that first day. And I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I went into Coolbet. But sounded interesting. And, and the worst thing that would happen is uh, it didn't work out and I'd try something else. So, um, you know, all the old cliches, like you can't steal a second with your foot on first and all those things like, um, you know, uh, I, I've become a real believer in, in you got to try things and, and it may work and it may not, but if you don't try, you'll never know. Man, I, I, I dig that. I, I just really love that whole take and that insight there. You know, it's, it's just funny how synonymous, or like I said, uh, lateral, you know, life can be sometimes, like you said, and it's just, um, it, it, it happens fast, and it's pretty entertaining if you are able to let stuff come to you sometimes, so, um, you know, that's really neat, especially hearing it from someone that's been in the industry, and then me being someone who I, I'm, you know, looking to trailblaze into it, and I'm just 
really enjoying the content and the guys that are uh, nice enough like you that have been there and done that, that are coming onto the show and helping us grow as well. And it's just, uh, I'm really appreciative of any insight. So um, I want to get to, I I just think I want to say one thing to that is that, um, you know, back to the, you had to take a chance, like, you know, uh, you reached out to me and asked if I'd do your show and, and we don't know each other, you know? Uh, so I thought, yeah, absolutely. Because one of the things that I try to do is, is kind of pay back the good fortune that I've had. I was, I was given an, plenty of opportunities. I've had a lot of people say yes to me. Um, I've had a lot of people, um, help me along the way. I've had a lot of people give me breaks. So it's one of these things where, you know, if, if me coming on your show helps you get where you're going, then I'm more than happy to, to kind of help pay it forward. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those circular things, right? Right. And, you know, God willing, you know, uh, touch wood, whatever the expression you want to use is, uh, you know, I would love to be in that position one day for some person uh, younger than I or older. I don't know. I don't know how it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yes, again, a many a thanks. And, um, you know, before I get into this last question, I'm going to preface it by saying it might be the most American assumption of the day. So I apologize in advance, Chris. Uh, so what would you say your favorite sport to bet on and to handicap is? Obviously, being from Canada, hockey's ginormous. Uh, and yeah. I've seen your successes in hockey. So is that, is that your niche? Is that you? Um, I, you know, it's, it's interesting because in, in my forays into the U S market, um, you know, with people who've been interested in what I've had to say, it's generally been hockey related. And I think that's because so many people do football. So many people do basketball. Um, so, you know, when I, when I go on with uh, Nick Costos or when I, you know, when I go on with, um, the guys at, at Fox Philadelphia, Fox radio. Um, yeah, it's usually hockey related, but honestly, that's, I know it well, and it's a niche for me, but it's not my favorite at all, to be honest okay. with you. Um, absolutely love baseball. Baseball is my favorite thing. Uh, and unfortunately this year, I, I'm actually, once I finished chatting with you, I'm, I'm chatting with another guy, about the baseball playoffs. And I have, I have, I had to be honest with them with everything that's been happening, especially playoffs, basketball, playoffs, hockey, um, all the UFCs and the NFL. I haven't watched a baseball game in at least a month. And that's, that's hard for me because I'm going to be kind of blind going into these playoffs, but you know, I, my role as, as kind of an analyst has shifted as well as I'm trying to grow a product and a brand here and, and recruit players for cool bet in Canada. So I don't get the time that I would like to, to just kind of sift through the data and, and watch baseball all night, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been an interesting transition for me. And as the team grows here in Canada, we actually just hired another guy this week. So hopefully I'll get a little more time to do the things I enjoy, but yeah, I think baseball is my favorite. And honestly, there's nothing better. I was thinking about this yesterday, there's nothing better than a full day of the NFL uh, just sweating out bets, watching red zone. Like, I don't think there's a, a better thrill ride when it comes to sports betting. Um, you could say the, the NBA or the NCAA basketball tournament. Um, but I think it's that's everything else is so spread out. And I love how the NFL just, I can sit down at one o'clock on a Sunday, stay there until midnight and 
you know, there's seven hours of commercial free football to watch. And then I got to suffer through the breaks and the Sunday nighter. But I, you know, I, I, I think so. So in, in terms of pure enjoyment, uh, that Sunday rush is unbelievable in terms of a sport. And I think where I, I have my most success when I'm dialed in is baseball, but yeah, I, I definitely, I'll always have a spot for hockey. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought the baseball point up too, because the, I mean, there were some baseball bets that I've told you on, on guys and bets. And since then, and it's just been, um, uh, insightful to say the least. I feel like I've said that word probably three or four times now, but, um, uh, you know, before we, I'm glad you brought the NFL up because I did just want to scrape the surface of your brain a little bit about some lines that I saw that I thought was pretty, pretty nice. Just, I was, you know, looking at the market last night as they dropped before I do though, Chris, I got to give a shout out to my book, either the other presenting sponsor, uh, hoop ball is the promo code we're running with them guys and gals H O O P B A L L. That's going to get your initial deposit bonus, 100% match, and a $10 MLB ticket to play for free. So postseason baseball is coming up. Use that promo code, get the free money, take advantage of their great customer service and what they do for us here on the podcast. So with that being said, Chris, um, I want to do like three – I'm going to do like a three-word association game here, and we're going to roll it right into football. So I'm going to start – I'm going to say a word, you say a word, bounce it right back at me, and it's, it's going to be football theme. So here we go. Eagles. Desperate. <laughs> uh, Sean McDermott. Underrated. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, uh, disappointing. <laughs> that first – you know, a little bit that, uh, that would have been a proper response. <laughs> uh, Atlanta Falcons. Tire fire. <laughs> I was going to say, sorry, Actually, Ian. Ian. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the first, but let me do that again. Atlanta Falcons, unbelievable offense. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Optimism, you know, c- constructive criticism. <laughs> All right, so let's roll in a couple of these NFL lines that I thought kind of stuck out to me. Buffalo minus two and a half. I'd lock that in to avoid the push. Um, They are going to be on the road, but, you know, um, they're playing just as good as anybody in the league right now. And for them to go on the road and um, get – less than a possession to win by with that defense. I think it's very possible for them to go ahead and do that, especially against um, the Raiders. So I think the Raiders already had their emotional, you know, adrenaline rush in that building. This is a letdown spot in my opinion, but I didn't know if you'd seen it yet or if you had a thought on this one specifically. Yeah, I this is an interesting one to me because they're two teams that I don't necessarily trust, right? Sure. Um, you know, the Bills, I had the Rams winning on the money line in week three and very nearly got there. And if not for some questionable officiating, we might have. Or if you look at the officiating earlier in the game, maybe the Rams never get that close. But um, there's no doubt the Bills have been a decent team. Uh, the Raiders have been okay, but I thought they looked very, very normal against New England. I think if I had to make a play in this game, it would be Buffalo, and I think you were smart to jump on it at minus two and a half because they are 
quite likely to get the, the majority of the money and it should go up. Uh, well, it already has at our book anyway to minus three. Um, so I, uh, I, you know, I'll probably stay away from it to be completely honest, or I might, I might tease the Raiders up to plus nine or something like that. But um, just as a, as a straight, uh, a straight game, I, I don't mind Buffalo there at all. I, I don't trust it either way. Sure. Um, but I thought the Raiders looked really good in week one. I thought they uh, were the beneficiary of not a great New Orleans team mm-hmm. uh, who came to Vegas. Um, and then I thought, you know, they held tight with the, the Patriots a little bit, but nah, whatever, they were more of the Raiders that I expected. So, you know, the knock on Buffalo is they hadn't beaten anyone any good. They beat the Rams. So, all right, yes, Buffalo. Sure, sure. Um, this next one, a couple of two teams at 0-3 in uh, Minnesota and Houston. It opened at 49 and a half. And like I said, I was looking at these lines, you know, last night as they came out. I think I checked them a couple hours later, and this total was at 54 and a half. Uh, I jumped right in on the 54 and a half and I got the late end of the steam. Uh, but I can't see this not going up to at least 55 or 55 and a half. Um, is it, you know, is it smart in certain spots uh, to follow steam or do you have a take on that? Well, I mean, you'll get two arguments. You'll get that you missed on the best of the number or, you know, if it's really, if it moved that quick, then people really, really think it's going to go over. So I also overs have just been everything so far, uh, right? So when I look at these teams and then, you know, you talk about Kirk Cousins who had, um, you know, he'll, he'll have a decent day every now and again. And Deshaun Watson's going to pass and pass and pass. Um, the Texans, I don't trust them at all. So speaking strictly from the total, I don't mind over here. I, I, it is interesting that it jumped that high that quickly. Um, but I also don't mind the Vikings plus three and a half in this game. Uh, I just don't trust Bill O'Brien. Uh, the Texans are, you know, I fade them at all opportunities. Um, and it looks like they're getting the early money here at home. So I might wait and, and hang out and see what happens. But yeah, I, I can see that going well over 54 and a half. Sure, sure. Um, speaking of the New England Patriots, they're going to play the Chiefs next week. It's going to be a great game. Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick again. Uh, 325 kick here in the middle of America in the great Midwest. Um, it opened at New England 8. It's already down to 7. I went ahead and got my 7 because I like that nice round number. I, I look at it as a 4. You know, 4 is my number in this. I could see it being a classic 24-21, 27-24 kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, I like getting that nice round number, a full touchdown with the Patriots that are going to run the ball down the Chiefs' throats because the Chiefs' DPOA, or I believe that's an uh, abbreviation, uh, for run defense is uh, pretty terrible. So with Cam, Cam Slam, Bam, Cam Newton, uh, they're going to run the ball, I think. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, I, I'm on Baltimore. I mean, this will probably come out after this, but... I'm on Baltimore for the Monday nighter. Uh, I have them in a money line parlay, and then I've also got them minus three. I think Baltimore is the more complete team. I think the Chiefs 
offense obviously is great, but their defense has been to this point, not very good. Um, yeah. If you're getting the Patriots at that number in a game where new England has shown that Rex Burkhead was basically the only option they had. Uh, so there's not a whole lot going deep downfield. There's not a whole lot of people to throw deep downfield too. However, I will say that uh, I thought that was going to be the case in the Green Bay-New Orleans game, and boy, was I wrong. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot of points. Bill Belichick knows that he's got to keep the ball out of the hands of Patrick Mahomes, so he will game plan for that. So, if New England can get its first downs, yeah, I think taking uh, at a touchdown or a little bit more, like you said, you saw it at um, – not a bad play, but uh, it, it might be another another option there might be teasing the Chiefs down to one point. Yeah. Oh, that's a good take because I was thinking tease, but I was thinking New England side, but that new uh, that Kansas City tease, I, that's uh... – Yeah, just a Kansas City money line sure. to go along with maybe like a Dallas money line mm-hmm. uh, or something like that. But, yeah, the other thing is, to, yeah, if, if – so back to our way of thinking before, yeah, it's not a terrible idea to go up with the with the Patriots either if we think it might not be a shootout. Sure, sure. Um, Want to get your thoughts on one last game? I know you're a busy guy, and uh, you know, again, I'm appreciative of your time, but I want to get your thoughts. I, I like this number just because of what I've seen from these teams and the amount of efficiency so far and early on. Uh, Arizona and Carolina, their total opened at 51. It went up to 52. I have no problem with taking that full head of steam right there. No opinion on the three and a half. That hasn't moved any which way. Um, you know, Arizona's the road favorite. I like the lean on Carolina. I think some money might come in on Arizona, so I might wait to see if I can get Carolina like as a five point dog at home. Probably not going to happen, but a man can wish. Uh, <laughs> But over still early. Years, it's still early. Still early, yeah. <laughs> That's why you look at these lines early, you know. That's the important part. You get your – Absolutely. You look and you see. And we, we preach conviction and value on this show a lot. That's that's my favorite things. And if you find your value early and then you can grow more convicted, you know, the more you look into it and then, you know, the other stuff kind of falls out, then, you know, I think that's a great way to start. But over 52 – uh, the over 55 barely just missed with uh, Detroit and Arizona this weekend. But um, I think 52 is a good number for the two teams that have all this speed and two teams that are having issues defending all that speed right now. You know what? I think you're bang on. The Cardinals can't get a stop. And Kyler uh, threw three picks, nearly a fourth one. Uh, in week three and and still managed to put up points, right? So I think they're going to clean that up a bit. You're certainly not going to see them play on the ground. Uh, We saw a little more on the ground from Carolina than I thought we would uh, without Christian McCaffrey, but I thought, uh, yeah, I thought he was fine, obviously. Um, And Teddy Bridgewater, I think, uh, now that he knows he has a little more responsibility, same thing happened to him when he he had to take over for Drew Brees for a bit last year. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he's, he's quite capable. So... Yeah, I think over – I'm looking at 52. Not sure where you said uh, it was at again, but somewhere around there. Uh, I Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that at all, especially with all the offense we're seeing. The only thing is, if you want to be a contrarian, is that at some point things are going to mm-hmm. go back to the mean, right? But uh, probably not going to be these two teams. 
Yeah, and the great wise words of uh, Eddie Vedder, even flow. You know, it, it, it ebbs and flows. Um, so on that note, um, that's probably, that was kind of my first looks at it. I, you know, I was obviously going to enjoy getting some insight from a guy that uh, handles a lot more of this than I do. And, you know, I, like I said, I'm appreciative of it again. Um, I got to remind the folks where we can find you on Twitter uh, before we bid adieu, Chris. And so you got a pretty even, just easy uh, Twitter handle. That's cool bet, Chris. And that is with a K on the Chris. So yeah, yeah. My parents wanted to make things interesting. I know, but uh, yeah, at cool bet, at cool bet, Chris, you'll find me there probably uh, emotionally tweeting out what is happening to my bet as the game goes on. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta rein that back in sometimes, but uh, I like, uh, I love the gambling community, but uh, it's, yeah, it's fun, man. It's, uh, it's, um, Hey, I get paid to, I get paid to gamble essentially. So it's awesome. Can't beat that. You know, that's just, that's a major bargain. Uh, one day, one day I'll be there. Um, well, Chris, again, this was surreal. I really appreciate it. I know the listeners are going to enjoy it. Uh, I'll probably listen to the episode twice myself, but, um, any parting wisdom words from you or is there any, uh, other website or content or anything that you want to put out? So that way we got all the bases covered for your content. I oh, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, there's always, there's always plenty of information out there. Um, bet with information. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not just a flip of the coin. Make sure you do your research. I personally can say that because my role in my job changed this year from being a purely sports betting analyst to someone who's been worried about other sides of the business, it has taken away from my ability to make good bets. So I speak from personal knowledge that I need to do more research sometimes, um, but trust what you see with your eyes. If if you know sports, you know sports. Don't worry about too, too many stats. You know, I know that the Dallas Cowboys are going to beat the Cleveland Browns next week. I don't care what happens. It's five point. Well, it's down to four and a half. So some people are betting on the Browns. Uh, But I mean, I just know the Cleveland Browns don't beat good teams. And until they do, Uh, I'm going to bet against them. And I think, uh, you know, I'm going to roll Dallas up into a parlay there, maybe even take them on the spread at home. Um, You know, the the Saints and the Lions. Yeah, the Lions squeak one out against the Cardinals, but I'm still pretty sure the Saints are going to beat them. But do your research. See if you can find anything there. Maybe I'm wrong, but but also trust your eyes. Yeah. Uh, In terms of plugging anything, no, not really. Just – you guys can't play on our site anyway, so there's no, nothing. I, I'm not selling anything to you guys. I'm just, I'm just. We have here. Canadian listeners. We got okay, good. Yeah, good. We got good. a few. I've had well, some reach out. Yeah. Well, perfect. <laughs> Tell them to hit me up, and I'll yeah. send them, uh, send them a deposit bonus. So, hey, yeah, uh, yeah for yeah. sure. But yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, listen. I'm happy to do this anytime. Anytime you want to chat betting. Anytime you just want to shoot the. Uh, I'm not sure what this is rated, so uh, just chat. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you can always reach out to me. Happy to do it. Perfect, Chris. So that's, uh, that eases some of the tensions in my mind for that. You know, I, I appreciate that. It's great. Um, we're, we're growing, and like you said, this industry is as well. It's normalizing, and it's starting to become a really more accessible and fun thing for a lot more folks. He is Chris Abbott at Coolbet Chris. I'm Devin Ellington, merely, at D-A-L-E-007. And this was a hoop-ball.com presentation at HoopBallGaming on Twitter, at HoopBallTweets. 
remember guys get your lawn mode manscaped uh, lawnmower 3.0 just came out again guys we wish you all the best wishes and thank you so much and thank you chris take care boss thanks sam take care This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.